You're listening to The Restaurant Grind, the podcast of small business restaurant tours. Today we have Jason Heckendorf with Eggs Up Grill in Germantown. Could you tell us a little bit about yourself? Absolutely. So I come from uh, Wisconsin. I've been in, in Tennessee for seven years with my wife and my, my two daughters. It's been a blessing being here. We love it. I actually uh, have some restaurant background in the past. It's always been a passion of mine. Uh, doing this as a more of a ministry and just that second type, uh, getting out there, trying to do something to build a dream, uh, work a daytime job. And mm-hmm. love that daytime job, work for a wonderful company, uh, but fully supported by my family, uh, by my wife and by my two children in this venture. We'd love to hear that restaurant story and see where you started on your journey for the Eggs Up franchise. So I was actually sitting in my office and a friend of mine, Lamar, he'd come in, he sits next to me and he said, you know, I visited this place in North Carolina that... Uh, Serves eggs. I'm like, okay, great. Yeah. <laughs> he shows me these pictures on his phone, and uh, the, one of the shirts said, Welcome home. And it caught my attention, and I just kind of put it in my memory bank. And it, we're, we're finished going through our conversation. And he goes, I think we should open one of these. And I looked at him and I said, Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. And it all boiled down to me from the welcome home mm-hmm. on his shirt. Yeah. My wife and I planted a church and it's all about welcome home, all about, you know, it's mm. called oikos for it's Greek for home for family. And it really grabbed me, gave me this feeling. And then after reading the story of Eggs Up, I was like, you know what? This could be very fitting. And then when you read the concept that they have for the franchise, in my opinion, based on other restaurants that I've been involved in and other businesses, mm-hmm. the business concept was relatively simple. I mean, you are making bacon and eggs. Yeah. You think it's easy till you start doing it. <laughs> How many eggs are you up to now? There's like it's a- over 54,000. Wow. And you're four months in. Four months in. That's, That's a lot of damn eggs, man. Yes. It's a pro. Yeah. Not getting the eggshells in the eggs. Yeah. <laughs> yes. We're, we're going to do a contest, uh, one-handed cracks. Yeah. Lay out and out and like, yeah. have some of the teammates race just mm. because it looks like it'd be fun. And I saw it on, Absolutely. I think it was on like Hell's Kitchen or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> have you been in the restaurant business at all? Before this, like, like, when was your first restaurant mm-hmm. job? Like, go all the way back to the beginning. Like, lifetime ago, when I was young, I actually worked at a, at a log cabin. It was what it was called. Mm-hmm. But I was a dishwasher. Mm-hmm. But I was always intrigued by breakfast. Yeah, loved it there. Um, but then I, I managed other restaurants after that. I was a okay. culinary manager at an Olive Garden. Uh, my wife and I owned a jewelry store over in Delafield, Wisconsin. And a fella came to me and said, hey, I, I'm buying this this restaurant. I need some help running it. Wrote a menu, helped get it started. Just had a passion for it. Just never liked the work till four, get done, reopen. Yeah. It, I yeah. never liked that concept. Of it. So yeah, the hours right now, was it 6 a.m.? 6 a.m. to 2 p.m. Man, yeah, that's every great. morning, bright and early. <laughs> that's right. How busy are you guys at 6 a.m.? It, it varies. This morning, they, for example, just this morning, they had 14 fellas walk in yeah. uh, that wanted to sit down. But normally it's pretty slow in the morning till about nine o'clock. Yeah. So five months in now, you've had a lot of early fun, I'd say, interesting times in Memphis. Tell me about a little bit about some of the initial struggles getting started, the sure. process of just getting the restaurant ready to open, and then some of the early growing pains. We were blessed to have a great uh um, contracting company. They did a phenomenal job helping getting everything done, but we did everything brand new. Yeah. So new equipment, everything was new. So you'd think when you go into this this restaurant with all new equipment that it would all work mm-hmm. and work well. Well, we're on our second oven. Oh, wow. We're, our third is on its way. Uh, we still have had these challenges of, they don't know if it's gas supply, if it's an oven, you don't know what it is. 
Uh, when we first got going, our hoods wouldn't go on properly. I mean, all these little things that I'm like, how do you fix them? Like, what do you do? Who it's do you brand do? new. Uh, Why right? is it? I want it to work. I turn on, I want it to work. That's yep. what I want to do. Griddle's not working. Uh, coolers on, on the line, not working properly, going out and coming in, having to dump a dump a dump uh, an entire cooler. But the biggest challenges was Mother Nature itself. Mm. We had two, two days without power completely yeah. in our first two two weeks. No power. Show up. You're there. It's like, oh man, we're just getting started. We had, we had a bunch of bad storms right in the beginning of summer. Yeah, right, right there in July. Yeah. So it's like we were like, oh boy, this isn't good for business. Good for the employees. Yeah. Good for the team. Um, and then we had a water catastrophe in the mm -hmm. city of Germantown. Uh, we didn't let it stop us. Uh, we 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 hauled in over a thousand gallons worth of water. Wow. Uh, Fifty cases of bottled water, and we served and did our thing um, on paper plates and plastic forks. And you know, but it's all how you persevere through it. Mm -hmm. um, I think that it gained an appreciation from the team members that we have showed them that if you put your mind to it, you can accomplish things and do it and do it well, but more importantly, do it right. Yeah. And that was the key for what we were doing. If we're not going to do it right, let's not do it. That's huge for the community. Just showing them that, Hey, we're here in your motto of welcome home. If, at your home in Germantown, you're eating on paper plates and you're eating the same yeah. stuff. So that's a, that's Whatever really cool. Whatever it takes, right? Yes. Whatever it takes. So a lot of the early fun too is getting the team built, trained, developed, uh, camaraderie, teamwork. How's that process been so far? That actually went really, really well. Nathan and Ty are two young men that uh, were mentoring into their entrepreneurship for their 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 futures. They we, we set up tables outside the building. Uh, we interviewed for weeks in advance, hired for weeks in advance, right outside the building, just sat people down, walked them through a vacant <laughs> building, essentially, showed them what was to come, gave them this visual of what, what we were going to have. And for five weeks prior to opening, we met at my house every single week, mm -hmm. uh, one night a week with the entire team that we were building. And I basically called them Team Connects. Mm -hmm. So we shared a meal together. We got to pray together. But just give them a vision for a different feel for what a restaurant can look like. Mm -hmm. Normally, they can be I – mean, they're tough on each other, yeah, you know, yeah. and try to create a different type of team environment. And that was a lot of fun to do. Um, hiring the staff is – there's a lot of workforce out there that – they, they tell you that they can't get calls back that they're they're that they don't people don't want to hire them. It's finding good quality is mm -hmm. the challenge. I think the bodies are out there. Yeah. It's finding the quality ones within them, but they're there if you're willing to give somebody a chance yeah. um, and believe in them. Have you guys continued to do that team connect type stuff since you've opened? We do it more internally mm -hmm. um, now. It's been t more difficult. We're going to do one on Saturday actually yeah. uh, coming up here now. Um, and I want to get into at least a monthly rhythm of that with our team. Um, it, things that were, when we got started, were a lot busier and just going different directions than, than I would have ever anticipated. So we didn't get to keep that rhythm. Um, but we're every morning we pray with our people before we open. We're always spending good quality time. Like I'm, I want to know about their day. I want to know what's going on inside and outside um, of the workplace for them. Um, and we try to really get on that personal relationship with them. Obviously, you're part of a franchise group. How's the franchise been so far? Amazing. They've been really supportive. Um, when we call them, we need something, they're there. Uh, they're answering questions, giving us uh, new insights to to what we need to look at, how we can view it. Mm -hmm. uh, for the first two weeks, they came and worked with us within the restaurant, just showed us the rhythms, the ropes. Um, and then uh, they've come back once um, in between just to kind of just check up on things. And really the things that she pointed out were just, hey, this could help you be more efficient. This could mm -hmm. eliminate this. This could... You, 
take this challenge away, which was really helpful. Super supportive. That sounds like an awesome relationship to have. Obviously, having somebody that's a proven concept, they know what works, what doesn't work. They can help you with the early hiccups and speed bumps that kind of happen as you get going. It's a nice support system to have. How have you found the Memphis restaurant community to be, I'll say, supportive or inclusive for you? We haven't gotten to branch out a whole lot, but in our area, yeah. just right by us, um, amazing. You know, no matter what happened, you're kind of communicating with each other. Hey, if you need something, come get it from me. Hey, did you know about this? Or, hey, um, I needed to know a couple of vendors on a few things. Here's who I use. This guy's great. You know, check this out. Tell him I sent you. That's been really, really supportive right there. Um we, I, I look at it as competition's good. Yeah, yeah. It, it doesn't have to be threatening to each other. So talk well about your neighbor, mm-hmm. offer them help. Um, I've gotten to meet a direct competitor just at an event just the other night. And it was, it was finally I got to. I've gone yeah. there a couple of times and just mm-hmm. tried to meet him. And it's like, hey, glad to get to meet you. Yeah. And hey, let's let's eat at each other's restaurants. Let's let's uh, critique each other and try yeah. to make each other better. Yeah, I think the Memphis restaurant community is one of its. It's competitive, but like we all mm-hmm. eat at everybody's restaurants. Mm-hmm. It's not like. I can eat my same stuff, only my stuff every day. Like I want to see how other restaurants are doing things. I'll take ideas and, and from them, they'll take it from me. I'll find out, you know, the ones that are super successful, the owners that are really doing a good job of running their restaurant and what they're paying attention to and how they hire and the culture they've built there. You know, we can look at from a positive or negative, like, oh, I don't want to do that. Or wait, that, that they've really got that figured out. I want to do that. A couple of models in town that I'm always impressed by is the, is the Huey's model. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a, it's a burger joint here in Memphis and you and you go through that and you're like, hmm, this is an interesting model. They've done a good job of repeating multiple stores, grown it from organic, um, have it figured out. They always have a consistent product. Their team yep. is always consistently mm-hmm. good. And it's good to see, you know, that's just one of the models I, I think of. And, I, and I, as I've been to your restaurant now a number of times, I see a lot of those same characteristics in your team. Like your team is really wanting to do a good job Absolutely. and the food, is, you want the food to be good and you want the service to be good. It's a new restaurant, so there's always bumps and bruises along the way. But um, if the intent is right and the heart is right, it's probably you're on the right track. That's right. That's right. And we have an excellent team. They they're striving to do better every day. Front mm-hmm. of house just knocks it out of the park. Back house is a different ball game. Trying to figure <laughs> out how can you get faster. Yeah. Uh, how can you? I can only cook an egg <laughs> so <laughs> fast. Yes, and there's only so much room on the griddle. Mm-hmm. It's like well, yeah. there's got to be a way. I think of the movie My Cousin Vinny. He's like, they're talking about the making of grits. He's like, grit. no self-respect in Southerner uses instant grits. Well, then- Your grit cooks faster than, than my grit? grit. Yeah. No. You said it only took you six minutes, but a, a real grit would cost you, take you 12 minutes, whatever it is. It's like, yeah, that's how this works. Like, I can't only cook an egg so fast. That's right. But yeah, I mean, it is it is a struggle. It's a breakfast place, right? So I'm assuming you have massive pops during busy breakfast time. So Saturday morning and Sunday morning are probably mm. pretty crazy. Yes. Um, and managing that and knowing the expectation of what that's going to look like. But all of a sudden you'll have a Wednesday that's crazy packed too. And you're like, yeah, we weren't planning on having four times our coverage from the week before. So how is that Yeah, those pars. consistency in establishing your par and expectations of what you're expecting as far as counts go and all that kind of stuff? How, how's that process been? We've been fortunate. We've hit some peaks during the week that Monday through Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday are pretty consistent with where they're at. But we've had some definite leaps during the week. We keep a we prep today for tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So we're, we have a prep person there. So when they're falling short, because you do get busy, the prep guy's going to stay a little late, but he's going to fall back to support the line, yep. getting some of those things out. Mm-hmm. And that's really worked out well. We've also been fortunate that on our line, we're being new, we're, we're training. And I keep telling these guys, we, yes, you got to watch labor, but more importantly, you got to make your people do it well, do, mm-hmm. do it right and make them feel good. So we've 
always had that little extra body that they can jump in and at least get in, fill in somewhere where they're not dead weight. They're, they're actually of assistance mm -hmm. that that's really helped out a lot. Um, and as we're getting into catering, those are earlier, yeah, um, earlier morning, earlier morning pre preparation, but you're planning it for the day before. Um, and those things have really helped us get along as well. I mean, obviously you take a little hit in labor costs with the training and development and the efficiency of your team. So early on profitability probably is my guess, not as good as you hope it is long-term, but in the short term, it's, this is the investment we have to Building. make in order to have the right team involved. That is correct. I know you talked about having that corporate support. Eggs up here in Memphis. Is this the first one in Tennessee? For, second one in Tennessee. There's okay. one in Johnson, Tennessee. We we should have gotten him beat, but he beat us to it. <laughs> He's a great guy. We actually went and visited him. Um, That's so only yeah. about 10 hours away, so it's <laughs> fine, right? Johnson City is about as far from Memphis as you can get in yes. Tennessee. Yes, and I understand that they just signed some on in Nashville as okay. well. Um, so it's going to kind of start to filter in and we've got the Shelby County area. Yeah. And that's like 150 of these. Like this was the first time of me seeing this brand. When we signed on, there was 56 is what I think the okay. number was. We ended up opening up as number 66 and there's now over 170 slotted to open. Wow. Currently. That's a fast moving brand. Yes. So hopefully the support team will catch up with all that growth <laughs> that so they can help uh, help actually a hundred restaurants get up and running. Yep. That's a little, that, that, that could be a little bit scary, a little bit, you know, just from the man, this brand's really growing. It's also a good sign, yes. but the ability for, for the franchise to support you guys is going to be a little, could be some bumps and bruises along the way there. Absolutely. This episode is sponsored by the Memphis Restaurant Association the Mid-South's key advocate for restaurant owners, managers, and employees alike, promoting the best dining experiences Memphis has to offer. So, breakfast joint, every morning, 6 a.m., bright and early. How's that process been so far? I think it's amazing. Um, I, I found that it, the first couple of mornings, they were rough. It's like, whoa, I got I to do this. <laughs> 4 a.m. getting up. Yeah, yeah, getting up before we get there at 5, be ready for 6. Um, but once I think you get in the groove, you get going and things are really working out well. But I try to rotate several of the team where you got an early morning, you get a little bit of a later. Yeah. But if you're morning, you get a little early cut. But if you really look at it in the, in the perspective, if you're working from 5 to 2 even or 6 to 2, you got your whole day. Yeah. yeah. Go home, take a little power nap. You got the rest of your afternoon with your family or your kids, whatever you're doing. And then you got the rest of that time. So it's, it's really been nice. It does make it pretty family friendly for a restaurant worker to have a career in the restaurant business, right? Yes. They can get home in time for their kids to come home from school. They can mm -hmm. have dinner with their kids. They yeah. might be leaving a little bit before them sometimes, but, oh, yeah. but not every day. But yeah, that's uh, if I ever owned a restaurant, that'd be, I'd, I'd, I, I would like to do a breakfast lunch combination. I think it's, you know, you get a lot of repeat business. Yes, you do. Yeah. People are getting the habit of like, I eat there for breakfast four days a week or whatever it is. And so it's like, it's very nice to have that. We have seen a number of other breakfast joints pop up in Memphis over the last little bit. Have yes. you guys found that to be kind of a challenge or anything yet? Actually, not, not, not yet. And the one opened shortly after us, not, not so far off. And we, we opened near where another restaurant was. I think that the competition helps. And I think that in, in, in the area, people are thriving for breakfast mm -hmm. um, places. I think it was it's, missing where y'all are. It's a yeah. trend also just out there. I mean, people, we get business people, you know, um, that, that want to come out individuals, you know, uh, retired folks that want yeah. to just go hang out together for a little while and, and just be together. Yeah, I can't wait to do that when I retire. I'm going to have a cup of coffee with my buddies every morning and then go play 
nine yes. or 18 or whatever it is. Sounds like a good day. Yes. Growing up in small town, Mississippi, you always had that. Uh, it was our local Shipley Donuts. Yeah. And so there was a group of men that went there every morning. And so you could yep. always count my on dad that. Is one, he's a, my dad <laughs> has a place he goes to. It's a long town out in middle of nowhere. But it's there's a group of old men that have breakfast every morning there at 530. And it's every day there's 10 <laughs> of them there. And my dad's like, I feel bad. I didn't went. I didn't go with them this day. He feels guilty not showing up. So many times he's already had breakfast the time I get up and we go have breakfast again in the same place. So <laughs> yep. very similar. I know you talked about uh, a couple of the younger guys and maybe managers that you're kind of mentoring and yep. growing with the restaurant. Do you all have any plans for growth in the future for your yep, content? We, we are slotted to open up two others. Okay. We're working on location number two as we speak and wow. just trying to find the, the proper location that's going to be fitting for us, for mm-hmm. the brand. Um, and then work into roll into number three. Um, and then from there, our goal is to, you know, make them four and five, you know, help build that out for them and go from there. So over the course of the next three years, mm-hmm. our, our goal is to open up the other two. That's awesome. You're in a unique position. You, you have a full-time other job. <laughs> Your partner has a full-time other job. You know, that was some of our conversations early on as you're kind of getting started. What does that look like long-term? How do you grow these things the way you want to? I mean, obviously, there's a, long-term, there'll be a transition figuring out how that works. But having managers that you grow and develop that can run these things is the key. Yes. And yes. so you had the initial core team kind of already identified before you open. Identifying the next team from within is going to be huge as you continue to grow. Our goal is to take other individuals within leadership from within. Mm-hmm. Um, so whether it's um, Nathan and Ty and they decide one one of them is going to go off to the, the next location with some of our other leadership, we're already starting to bring some of them into leadership roles and just mm-hmm. work with them on our culture. Um, and as we do that, the, the the model's set up that we can continue to do what we do. There's myself, my business partner, a silent partner that doesn't live here in town. And as we do it, if we do it properly and, and really instill the culture into them first and then the basis of the business, these guys are really grasping it well. Um, there's there's challenges and mm-hmm. they're young. And they're, they're, they're learning what it's like to be in business. They know how to work. They're hard workers. But you, you take it for granted sometimes that you know it. They're learning it. You know, hold people accountable, having difficult conversations, um, having to let somebody go, how to, you know, ooh, I made a mistake hiring that person. That was That's on me. You know, we didn't ask the right questions during the interview process. That's all learning of, to be a manager of yep. any role in any, in any business. I know I struggled with that. I mean, I remember the first person I ever had to fire, man, that was, I was, breaking down and going, I did not want to do that. It's the hardest thing, but it's a part of the role that they're in and they're learning that through the, through the process. It's exciting though. Yes. It's been a lot of fun and they've, they've worked hard to do it. And the, the, the team that's there that wants to grow with us, mm-hmm. they're, 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 they really seem very serious, very dedicated to not only making this successful, because we have to make one successful before you can move off into the second one. And I think that's, that's that'll help because we'll have this set up. We'll hire, we'll train just before the the next one opens. So really, hopefully we won't have to do a lot of training when we get there. It'll be your setup, Mm -hmm. get some things going, and then you'll be able to launch. Learn from some of the mistakes on the first one. Yes. (laughs) What kind of things are you guys working on now in the restaurant to keep improving? Like, You've, you probably have a laundry list, all things you're trying to work on all the time, but yep. what are the like, kind of top priorities you're kind of working yep. on right now? Top priority is making sure that our third party orders are getting accomplished in, in first off in timeliness, mm-hmm. but then the, the accuracy of each order. Yeah. We, a lot of places, if you go, uh, I've been ordering a, a lot of third party myself, just checking out, how do they do it? What do they do? They don't include the condiments they have you asked for them. Mm-hmm. They're this, they're that. Well, what you find out is if you don't put them in, 
They wanted them. Yeah. If you make them ask, they're not going to ask. So we're, we, we've gotten into a rhythm of just including what is needed for that, that, that order that they have and just making sure that everything's right there and getting that timeliness down. The, the next big thing is our catering. We want to really step mm -hmm. into catering that we feel that we can be very successful with that. Um, the concept that we have is very easy. Um, and it's just a matter of getting out there to the, to the, to the local businesses, letting them know what we're doing. Keep it simple. Mm -hmm. um, you know, get them that, get them uh, some bacon, eggs, some sausage, some, <laughs> um, some home fries and some biscuits, um, coffee, whatever it is that they need, get that delivered to them, but then give it to them with an experience. I mean, it's one thing just to show up and just to present it and deliver it. We want to give that next level experience with that, uh, with it. And then we're, we're super excited. And I know, uh, it's coming up. It's been a little over three months in the making, uh, we, but we're able to start to serve our mimosas. Yeah. And that's, that's exciting for us. Drunk for breakfast. I love it. Let's do it. <laughs> so that's been, that's been a lot. the dog, right? It's, that's the key of breakfast. It's Saturday and Sunday okay. morning. Start early. Yes. <laughs> Can't yes. be drunk by 11 o'clock kickoff time if you don't start early. <laughs> that's right. It's football season, right? Jason, with your new entrepreneurship with Eggs Up, what piece of advice would you have for someone looking to start a new franchise or join one? Don't underestimate what you're getting into. Have a good plan. Um, make sure you're communicating with your family, set expectations that are not unrealistic. Um, those are some of the things that I definitely did <laughs> um, and have learned kind of through that. I had an excellent support system from my family. Um, but live your dreams and live yeah. big. If you don't, if you don't go after what you feel is there and the dream that is out in front of you, you're just going to sit, you're going to sit and regret it. Yeah. Um, but going into it with a solid plan and just with the, the right attitude, it's um, not everything's going to go the way you want it to. In fact, most things are not. <laughs> um, and take, take the wins when there's a win, but learn from the mistakes that you make. Don't yeah. get upset about them. Don't, don't try to cast the blame. It's like, what can I do to improve it? It's, it's not a problem. It's an opportunity to get better. And always looking at it that way and being optimistic has been what has driven me through it. 24 hours a day, seven days a week. It's That's what you right. got to figure out. Yep. Love it. We really appreciate you coming in. Super excited to be here. It's, uh, it's been great and I'm, I'm glad to be part if of it. If you haven't been out to Germantown and went to Eggs Up, I'd highly recommend you making a nice nice jaunt over there, have a nice cup of coffee, maybe a little Irish coffee now, <laughs> mimosa, try the Bananas Fosters, uh, French toast. It's pretty freaking good. Um, Cross and, Street uh, and Target, uh, right. Germantown. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's a great place. Cool location. Beautiful beautiful shop and the restaurant's gorgeous. So congratulations Thank on where you. you've gone and it's amazing. Thank yeah. you. Appreciate it. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Restaurant Grind. If you did, please hit that subscribe button and leave us a rating on your podcast player. Doing so helps our stories inspire more people in their restaurant grind journeys. We'll see you next week.